Hello, guys, and welcome to Behind the Bunker here, episode 439, podcast number 303, beautiful Kossuth Road Studios. My name is Todd Ansich. Thank you for joining us tonight. Uh, with me, as always, I have Gavin the Sharma. That's right. A little lighter today, folks. It's a little chilly on the facial region, but it is uh, December. And thank you so much for tuning in, folks. And what do I say every single week? You have to hit like and share, start a watch, watch party, and contribute in the chat room because it's behind the bunker. This is your show, too. Yeah, yeah. And uh, Joe Kimson from Flaggers Paintball. Greetings, and thanks for tuning in to Beautiful Behind the Bunker tonight where we're going to talk about paintball food and maybe some paintball. Mm. Maybe. Maybe. And uh, Josh Zubrickus. Yeah, um, still nice and warm in the facial region, though. Here, you're yeah. like a beard. Be none of that weird shaving stuff going on. Uh oh. Sorry, I'm trying to liven up so that you guys can uh, do stuff. See Dance and Homer here. All right. All right. There we go. So we are live on BehindTheBunker.com. We are live on YouTube's Matt. Soon soon and then we're live on facebook so thank you very so. much guys for tuning in and yeah i see us on all the places we need to be so thank you guys for tuning in uh tonight we got a few things uh to chat with you about uh some deadlines that have just started we have mail time we uh, have a recap video of last week's mail time segment uh we have a topic that we want to chat with you guys about can you be too aggressive and uh, we also want to know what your first gun that you ever shot was. We have oodles and oodles of responses there. Uh, Mag Fetish segment Joe has lined up. We have Prices Right lined up and uh, lots more. First thing I want to tell you guys about is um, our retro podcast. You guys see that it went out live this week? Yes. Yes, I did, Todd. Thank you. <laughs> I did, but yes. I, I'm trying to get the camera off me. Okay. <laughs> um, no, so every Thursday now we're going to start uploading our old retro podcast. This uh, week we did podcast number one, and um, yeah, then we're going to move on this week, number two, and so on, all the way up the up the food chain. Uh, Tim Kordick in the chat says, let's talk about Red Dawn. We will shortly, sir. That's coming up uh, very soon. March 1st, Sunday. Yeah, and George Hay says the studio is infested with children. Yes, it's an infestation, George. Hey, all right, coming over to my screen for a second here. So welcome, guys, to Cyber Monday. This is our Cyber Monday sale. This show is free to all of you guys that are watching. The only thing we ask in return is a share, a like and share for sure. Also, our phone is activated. Uh, we don't have a guest tonight, uh, so out of respect, we turned it off last week. But if you'd like to call in the show a little later on, five eight five two five zero eight nine six eight. Uh, just with Christmas around the corner, guys, don't forget our swag shop. Our merch sales are now up. If you order them in the next two weeks, you should get them before Christmas, including these fantastic Behind the Bunker Legacy Series tights or yoga pants, if you will. Depends on what you do. The now, hoodies why, are looking pretty awesome. Why do they call them Legacy Series? I called them Legacy Series because it's the original <laughs> logo. Uh, right. You had to name the brand <laughs> of clothing. Right. So Thank I called you. it Legacy. Were you asking? Was that I, I well, saw it and I was like, it's not like we've had leggings before. <laughs> and then these are like, what was like? So I, I see it's the original. Every, yeah, anything that has the original Behind the Bunker logo on is part of the Legacy series. And then uh, anything that has this logo, this is the podcast series because it's uh, the, the podcast logo. Oh, I thought because they were on leggings, they were the legacy. Ah. <laughs> I, see. Uh, I see. Legs, I see. Last week we talked briefly. More so probably to those people that only want us to talk about paintball, but we talked a little bit about the, um, oh, what's the new truck? The new uh, cyber truck. The cyber truck from uh, Tesla. Tesla. Did you see, Josh, that they released the new motorcycle? 
I saw that today. I, awesome. I thought of you. <laughs> but will the glass shatter? No. It's pretty uh, awesome. Yeah, I think that's all aluminum. Um, we sent out, guys, um, I sent out a whole bunch of patches this week. Uh, this one here uh, was from Zane. Was from Zane. He uh, got that last week as well. This one from Derek Daraska. Very uh, happy to have uh, have our patches, guys. If you want some patches, we're, we don't have a store per se that they're on. I have a handful left sitting on my desk. It's going to be ten bucks plus five bucks, most likely shipping if it's in within Canada, U.S. Aust- we sent a couple to Australia. Cost me ten bucks. The U.K. sent me almost ten bucks back. So it'll be between 10 and 20 bucks to get a patch sent your way. But uh, I'll try to get it there before Christmas. Uh, what about extravaganza, guys? Extravaganza! Uh, we, were just, we were just talking about uh, this before the show went live. Sorry, it's paintball what? Extravaganza! Featuring this year's special guest, Tony Danza. At paintball extravaganza. No, it was Tiny Dancer. It's paintball uh, airsoft and what? Laser tag. And uh, it's also some of the guys from, uh, what's that old TV show? Um, Gilgan's Island? No. Emergency. Oh, I just lost it. Extravaganza rhymes with... Oh, Bonanza. Bonanza. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> Little Joe oh, wow. Hobson. Don't you... Didn't you watch that, Gavin? No. You're, you're that age. Yeah. Hey, Todd. <laughs> yes. Todd. The 70s called. Not all of us are <laughs> oldest. You're, you're older than I am. What are you, kidding <laughs> me? <laughs> <laughs> That's nice. Right. <laughs> I figure we're all about the same age. Uh, so extravaganza, ladies and gentlemen, we're all going to be there. We were just talking about our flights going down there, and we're trying to find a private jet right now. So hopefully we'll have that soon. No, but no, we found a lot. We just want to find one that won't laugh hysterically and then hang up on us after we talk <laughs> to them. Yeah, Uber jet is what we're looking for. So that's February 18th, 19th, and that, 20th. Uh, just as I know, that apparently exists. It does exist. And there's yeah. also... I don't know if it's called Uber, but it's uh, Uber Helicopter. Uh, it's in uh, New York uh, right now where you can uh, take it. You can go to the helipad and they'll take you right to the airport yeah, from I think it's, downtown I New think York. it's Lyft, but with an F. Is something like that. Lyft. <laughs> <laughs> I've got a groan from Matt. That's awesome. <laughs> uh, what you should have had was... Uh, <laughs> Some crickets. Cricket noises. Hey, we're going to be giving away a prize pack for... You guys uh, that are watching the show, we're going to do that over the next couple of weeks. It is full of Graceland memorabilia because that is where Paintball Extravaganza is. It's happening in Memphis, Tennessee. Memphis, Tennessee. That looks like a prize pack for Seth. Do we need to go to Graceland, Joe? Um, like, seriously, you've been there before. Is there other things to see? I, you know what? I, if I had a choice between going to Graceland or the Civil Rights Museum, I would go to the Civil Rights Museum hand down. That That's where very, I'm headed. That was very cool. Um, Graceland is like its marketing marketing machine. It's like looking at all these behind-the-bunker hoodies and stuff. You get in, and it's just a continuous loop. You go from It's like Disney. They've done a fantastic job. Although when you go through the... Um, his mansion or Graceland, you get an iPad to walk around with and headphones and you listen to Tony Danza speak. Oh, so Tony Danza will be at Extravaganza. <laughs> All right. He, narr- he narrates the tour. <laughs> what an odd choice for a narrator. Well, he's a big Elvis fan. Wouldn't you want like Morgan Freeman or Mike Rowe? Just trying to think if Tony Danza had a catchphrase. Oh, ew. Oh, Angela. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's right. <laughs> Do you think yeah. he's the house cleaner there, too? He oh, needs work. maybe. Yes, he <laughs> certainly would need work right now. It's actually just him in the back room with a microphone speaking <laughs> in your iPad because he likes it so much. Wow, we've got someone t- tuning in. Andy Canestas from Argentina. 
Don't ah. cry for me, Andy. <laughs> That's awesome. Argentina. And there goes Argentina. Yeah, yeah, yeah we yeah. had Argentina. We had it was Argentina so close. Argentina. Andy, tell your friend, start a watch party in Argentina. Um, Joe, you sent me this picture earlier this week. What was it? Do you guys remember this? Oh, yes. Wow. That was probably one oh, of our yeah. first years of broadcasting online. I don't know why we were talking about a coconut. We dared someone to send us a coconut, and they did. That's right. That's from T Rex. I miss T Rex. We saw. Where did we see her last? Super Game. No. You and I saw her, so it must have been Super Game. No. Yes, it was Super Game because she was refing. It was Super Game. Was it Super? One hundred percent. Now that I remember the context, she was from Michigan. She was from Michigan, but she came down. It's like uh, Phoenix that we know is from Chicago. Come over. It'd be over. It'd be actually up. Come up. Up and yeah, over. yeah, Michigan, almost. Michigan, Oregon. Michigan, south of Oregon. All right, let's next move on. on geography chat. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah, so that, that was probably seven years ago. Joe still has that coconut rotting and, in a box and, somewhere. And Zane <laughs> is right. Uh, Joe does not age. I kind of don't. We, this actual secret is Joe is actually only 25. I am. Only just, this is what aged, happens. He's aged horribly. You, <laughs> you own a paintball field, you age horribly, and then you just stay at the same age yes. for a really long time. It's my chubbiness. <laughs> um, thanks for all of you guys that are tuning in right now. Um, I see you guys watching on YouTube. I see a lot of you guys on Facebook. Thanks for joining us. Hit that like and share if you don't mind, or tag some people that may uh, find this uh Interesting. Um, something else that's happening this weekend that all of us will be at is Paint Fest 2019. This is being held at Flagler's Indoor, and what they've done is free entries, free rentals. Basically, we want you to be able to invite your friends and not be out of pocket, but introduce people to the sport of paintball. Even some free demos there as well. Some Planet Eclipse markers, some Tipman markers. Yeah. Um, I think Sean Tolman might be bringing his, some of his dye stuff. So yeah, we'll there you some. go. Uh, so lots there we go. We'll have some gogs on uh, as well. So lots of great things. So we, come and check that out this Sunday. We did Sunday, see Sunday, an Sunday. old friend of Paintball uh, at the Santa Claus train this past week who said he might be out with some friends. Who's that? Aubrey. Aubrey. Oh, nice. wow. Yeah. That's oh, great. Wow. Oh, nice. That's cool. Um, by the way, Gavin, Hi. I've been meaning to give you this for weeks. The other week when I was giving everybody out T-shirts, for some reason, I neglected giving you your push T-shirt. It's been sitting here. I've tried nice. it on, and every day it's been my motivation oh, to do more nice push-ups. Because it's too small for me. Oh. Gavin's not doing laundry all week. Yeah, it's, yeah. It smells like Todd's child. Yeah, I did use it to clean up <laughs> some it sick. It smells like Doritos and we had, bears? We had the flu go through our house this week. Oh, that's nice. nice. Yeah. Why, thank you. Thank you, Todd. <laughs> for push. the flu? Yes. <laughs> and for Ebola. Yeah, yeah. Um, so Paint Fest we talked about. What about Ghost Recon? This is new for us, guys. It's Ghost Recon Black Ops May 2nd to 3rd. And that's being that's a Mission Masters games at Black Ops Paintball. Where and if you guys are going to play that, make sure you guys. Uh, uh, well, I don't know who to sign up for here. I see both the red and the blue team, but uh, regardless, is that in Fayetteville? Yes, it is in Fayetteville, NC. Boom! Wow, oh, good for you. End to the sea. Maybe we could get a tour of Fort. Oh, it actually, it actually says it on the poster. <laughs> it does too. <laughs> See, oh, here okay, I so hold happy. on a second here. we got to stop the show. So months and months ago, we used to have, which we're going to bring back, uh, unbeknownst to Josh, Josh used to have oh, a segment no. called Paintball Around the World, and every around week I'd give him 
sheets of uh, of it, and he would always squint at the monitor and complain that he can't read the poster. But yet, from he read it on the forty feet either. away, the smallest font, he just got. Is that in North Carolina? He's spotting dimes. <laughs> He's spotting dimes, <laughs> just like that. He <laughs> was a squirrel. I didn't have the heart to tell Paintball you. Paintball around the world's returning. It is. We are looking for your event posters for this Wonderful. year, much like Super Game Indiana guys, June 26th to 28th. Join the red team if you're going to sign up for that. That is our friend Brandon Page's team. What page? Brandon Brad Page. Uh, Ghost Recon Eldorado is happening August 23rd, 2020 at Hell Survivors. Wow. Another good game to check out. Uh, but if you're looking for something maybe a little bit more Eastern uh, country, what about Red Dawn? Oh, Red Dawn. Uh, is that Wolverine. in Kitchener, Ontario? Yeah, Flaggers. <laughs> Wolverine, Sunday, Sunday, June, uh, Sunday, March 1st at Flaggers. Our annual, this is our 15th winter big game. What are you reading the headlines on the newspaper too now? Sweet. Yeah. <laughs> That's some borscht. Nice. So shortly, guys, we're going to ask you guys, what is the first paintball marker that you have ever shot? Uh, there you can see a beautiful, shiny brass KP3 rifle. Um, and uh, maybe we'll get into some mail time right now. Gavin, are you about ready for mail time? Um, I did find this. Mail time. Mail time. Notice how loud and crisp it is? Wow. Now, before you get into that, Gavin uh, was a little frustrated last time we did mail time segment and, and uh, got pretty pissed off, and I, I, I want to re-air that. Uh, clip. I don't know if you guys have seen this or not, but Matt, why don't we play that now uh, before we get into our actual questions for today? Welcome to Mail Time, where we answer all of your paintball questions. Wait, what? You didn't ask me my thoughts or opinions? But Zuby, I have not read any questions yet. But you never asked me my opinion? I have a headset. Let's get back to all of the questions here on Mail Time. In the live chat, Roger Weiber says, Will there be Mail Time tonight? Extravaganza. Next up for bids on the price is right. I used pair of my slide shorts. Ugh. I think we are never going to get back to Mail Time. Start again. It is your segment. Did you know we have had 481 episodes? That is... 16,484,169 seconds of behind the bunker goodness? Oh shoot me now. Sorry what did I miss? I was just watching a video of a hippopotamus gift wrapping a Christmas present. Have I told you about the great things from Planet Eclipse? Anyone else going to interrupt my segment? No, not anyone. Okay then back to our first question here on mail time and it's from, can I answer this one? Or are you just going to skip past me again? In the beginning you fall down into a mosquito infested bog. And that's all the time we have for tonight. Remember to subscribe to our podcast. We will see you all next week. Was it me or was that a great show? It was very good but gotta go it's garbage night. Why do I come here each week? Um, guys, I think I forgot to record. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Gavin saw that before. Uh, What did you guys think? I thought it was fantastic. My eyes are watering. Do you have a do you have like a a little copy of that? Uh, yeah, I did that on my phone. 
I did that on an app on my iPhone. Gavin, did you play with that app since I showed you? Uh, I played with something else, Todd. Not okay. Yeah. It's oh. a different app altogether. <laughs> oh. Surprised you asked me my opinion about it. So, <laughs> so I hope you guys like that. For those of you listening at, at, at the podcast, I just realized that it's all going to sound like the same person. Um, but go ahead and uh, head over to YouTube or Facebook and watch that. It's going to be at about the, uh, what mark are we at, Matt? How long are we live for? 17 uh, minutes. 17 minutes yes, in. 16 minutes. So there you go. Fast forward to 17 minutes, 16 minutes, you'll see it. Um, so yeah, sorry, getting back to uh, proper mail time. Mail time. Mail time. All right, it is mail time, ladies and gentlemen. I'm so excited because the soundboard is actually working, and this looks like maybe we'll be able to pull it off. So there was a little bit of shenanigans and joking ahead of time, so hopefully it's out of the system. George Hay in the live chat says that was better than a little live action version. We can get to the correspondence you've sent in, so let me rip open my sack and see what is in the bag. Ouch. Uh, so the first one comes to us from the real bag of chips, Dwayne, and he wants to know, well, when will somebody make a MagPad marker with an on-off ASA? There is one. What is that? I did uh, some research today. Think about it. What MagFed marker already has an ASA that has an on-off and it also degasses? Would it be the dam? Nope. Planet Eclipse MG100. Ding, ding, ding. There we go, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, John. The other answer is whatever marker you put one on. Yeah, some of them. Okay, so the Tipman one, okay, so the MC, can you put it? An, an ASA, a different ASA on that? Not on no. the TMC. No. Can you put one on the Die Dam? Probably. Possibly, because it still has an airline, doesn't it? Uh, I don't know. No. It's in the... Yes, it's in the... Gr- it's in the grip, isn't it? I think so. Hold on, let me look it up. Yeah, let, yeah, let, yeah. let Gavin carry on. He's no, it's, this, Matt's, is, this is not Matt's, part of it. Matt's going to make... <laughs> Matt's We're answering the question. Yes, that's fine. Jujo. I like how Josh is actually answering the question. You know, what you could do is take one of those old school smart parts on-offs that went on the top of your bottle valve, and that would turn it on and off. Remember those? Yeah. Oh, Wolf's in the chat. He should probably answer that one. So, Steinman Steven says MG100, same with John Maskins, and uh, Michael Fisher as well says the same thing. Um, Brian Foster says probably the model 97.5. Oh, the Die Dam's got that small little Mm. flip one. Yeah. So it does have an on-off. Okay. So yeah. That's the right. sound. That, that is the I'll sound. I'll continue to make sound effects. And by the way, it was uh, 16 minutes is 1,020 seconds. Fantastic. Yeah. Um, did you guys enjoy that little animation? Should we do more or should we just drop it? I saw us. Um, Maybe we can ask this question I, I saw, after my well, This is it. This is mail time. Okay. Uh, Brent Davis was in the live chat. He liked it. I would like to get a, get one somehow integrate Brent Davis, but I don't think they make one with such a brilliant goatee. No. Nothing no. as beautiful as that. No. All right, this next. is like a horse's mane. <laughs> <laughs> next, <Okay. laughs> next question comes to us from Zane Smith. Uh, he said it should read about maybe an interesting topic about how vital and important it is for regular player, players to take out a per, take out or purchase season memberships, what they consider their home field. So it's important for players to pick up memberships of their field. Well, it's twofold, I feel. First of all, you're going to get a cheaper price. Um, and second of all, you're supporting your home field. And without your home field, guess what, ladies and gentlemen? You're, you're not driving. playing paintball. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We, we use our, when, when we sell a membership, we use some of our membership money goes directly into repair, paint, new building materials to fix things and build new props. That's kind of where our building budget for the season comes from is, is partially out of membership. So it's something to think about for your home teams. If you want them to build new great stuff, buy a membership. Yeah. Get your friends to buy a membership. Eric Parks and Ryan McGee says we should drop that segment. 
And Lisa Weber is going to fight them both with bare knuckles. She says, yes, do more animation. They should do right. animated meat sticks. <laughs> 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 yeah, those I can't publish on Facebook. All right, next question comes from Chris Brandt. He wants to know the best pump marker all around. Oh, that's a good one. Um, Colonel Mustard let me play with his pink CCM. Was it a T2? Yeah. Is that right? Um, I thought that was pretty good. Um, but I'll be honest with you, I really like my sniper too. Yes, sir. I hate to say it, and I don't mean to sound cliche, and I know it's simple, but damn, that's a good gun, and it's consistent, and it always seems to work. There's only one issue with it, and it's uh, for guys that don't keep them clean, is uh, soot gets between... Uh, the pump handle and where it slides so you have to take your pump handle off and uh, clean it but aside from that that is and that's a that's a real big stretch looking for an issue with that gun that's yeah. why right after Christmas Santa plays with just his auto cocker because he has soot in his in his sniper <laughs> from going up and down the chimneys so if you get yourself a chimney sweep and clean out the soot in your it's pump handle <laughs> there we go uh, Chris Brandt says, I do like the CCM. John Maskin says, what about a Phantom? Same with Miss, uh, Mr. Chris Pringle. Um, George Hay uses a wind test of plastic pump. My oh, goal is right. anything from Inception <laughs> Designs. True that. Yeah. George, I can just see George Hay with his plastic pump trying to pump it once and it just falls apart in, in his, his hand. In his tights. Oh, oh. That's an image I can't <laughs> shake now. Someone, according to our analytics, have bought a pair of behind the bunker tights, I'm and I'm hoping it's George. And I'm so ha I'm so praying that it's a female. But I'm I I keep waking up in a cold sweat, thinking, what if it was someone else? I should have made it so it was only purchasable I, by females. I have some very bad news for you. Oh no! Oh, did you buy them? No. Oh. <laughs> if you could limit the sizes of that, that would uh, help. I don't know what size they bought, but uh, oh no, oh no. Hey, Richard Knott says Tracer. Tracer was a good yeah, marker. I, um, I don't know if it was as accurate, maybe as an auto PMI Piranha. I guess you can't get those anymore. A Raptor says Roger Weiber. And Tracer's my answer for the next question coming oh, up. So. Ready? No. For Oh, anyway, it's okay. your segment. Oh, are you yes. actually going to let me answer first? <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> You've been here for half an hour. Open your damn mouth. No, dollar for dollar, you can't beat the Sniper 2. You can't yeah. full barrel kit with an on-off, because that's important to everybody. And clamping feed neck. Like, yeah, it's got everything. Yeah, oh, and so what? You have to take care of it a little bit in order for it to work right. Devin Schwartz said SL-68-2. Mm. I don't know mm. if I would say that's the best, but certainly it was a workhorse in the industry. That was uh, They probably sold quite a few of those. Yes, you they think, did. Joe? I, I bet that's a good one. Yeah. But it's not the goodest. Yeah. yeah. So a follow-up question to that from Nick uh, Baracco is, what's the worst pump then? And there's like anything plastic, really. So George, hey, <laughs> there's some collectively. We yeah. all put an asterisk on this one, and that is the um, C3. No, oh, that's really KP3. really good. The KP3, the but not the old one, oh. the new one, the Azodin. Because yeah. one, shame on you for using that name. That was shame. a terrible, egregious, egregious thing that should not have been allowed to happen. And two. It's garbage. 
Josh needs his own segment called Shame on You. Shame on I you. I do like that. Shame, shame, shame. Uh, no, but we're, really, like, we're shame on them for doing that. I owned uh, Brass Eagle Tiger Shark. Ah, oh, yeah. Peace. That looked like when you put quarters in at the wa- at the car wash to wash your car. That looked like the wand that you would use. Pretty much. Yeah. How dare you say that? And about Roger car washes. You know what? This is uh this is Josh's segment. Shame on you, Roger Weber. C three. I like that. Yeah. C3 you know what? Was awesome. C- Still is. C three was great, except for when you took the C three and put ramping on. Then the breach would heat up because how much propane you're going through. But flamethrower. <laughs> No, I wish I still hold one. I'm jealous of Brody Ball. He he bought one and has one still. I don't know if it works or not. But yeah, he let me borrow it and shoot it, and it was yeah, yeah. Uh, it was fantastic. I loved it. Why can't people shoot a C3 on a nice cold winter big game? Wouldn't Agreed. that be nice? Let, people let would me, crowd let me around ask you. you. This. What other marker in the history of paintball capable of cooking bacon? <laughs> None. None. None at yeah. all. Uh, Ramon Cortez says the Vindicator TAO. Uh, the MVP says Mike Holstrom, and the Dangerous Power G4 says Stephen Pulver. Oh. Hmm. Hammer Time says Eric Parks. Yeah. Roger Weber also says Titman C3 isn't for paintball, it's for camping. <laughs> True. <laughs> Dual purpose. <laughs> That's when Coleman made a paintball marker. All right. So next question uh, comes from James Poole, and he wants to know, what is always in your kit bag but never gets used? I read that. What a great question. Batteries. I always keep a brick of batteries, and it's the heaviest thing. And every time we try to fly somewhere, that's the first thing to get launched out of it. Oh yeah. Um, squeegee. I use really? squeegee. I carry my. Ah, Depends. Yeah. Like, there's been some big games where the weather's been perfect, the paint's been perfect. Super game that GI paint we were shooting was awesome. We did. I don't think yeah. I broke out a squeegee once. Oh, well, I was also shooting um, a predator, and had a good had good luck with yeah. that as well. So. That's the predator sound. <laughs> I was looking around the room to see who did that. <laughs> Todd ori- thought the, the ceiling was leaking for a second. Origin- I did. The original predator with Arnold Schwarzenegger. <sighs> well, the rent we pay here is pretty. Did low. you know that sound was actually from the voice actor that did it? He, he was actually imitating sounds he heard on a beach in Cuba when there's a whole bunch of crabs running around oh. late at night. Yeah. Really? Is that in the bedrooms? <laughs> Ew. Depends different, on how cheap you're. Different kind of crabs, uh, but I like where your head's at. <laughs> All yeah. right. Uh, next question comes to us from our good friend in the chat room. Oh, um, sorry. We should go around the room. That was a good question. And I only, I think oh. I was the only one that answered that. I forgot um, what the question was. Uh, Chris Pringle said 95% of his sizers. Oh. Yeah. Slide yeah. short says Stephen Pulver. What else do you guys, Matt, what's in your gear bag that you never use? An old dye titanium boomstick. Oh, the heavy ones. Oh, yeah. It's there. Um, I'll use it one day. But. <laughs> Ralph Hauser says spare socks. That's a good one. And I always bring cleats but never use them, says Chris Brandt. You need a good pair of sturdy footwear is what I yes, always say. Yes, from Hashtag no drip, no melt. I'm really thinking hard on this. Um, I don't... <clears throat> I bring extra lenses. Yeah. Because I always put tinted lenses in, figuring that if it's going to be a crappy day, I'll, I'll, I'll take the opportunity while it's raining to put a different lens in, and I never, ever use them. I have extra. T- I have a couple extra tanks in my bag, and they're very heavy, and I never and I have an extra couple guns in there that I never use. And that's the thing. I got out of the habit of bringing extra equipment like yeah. you do. Now, you have a son that you play with, so you have to bring extra gear. Oh, I bring but I got everything. so sick of bringing extra equipment and people then realizing that I had it. And next thing I know, I'm supplying stuff. And then I'm having to remember that 
so-and-so has my tank and such-and-such has got my hopper, and at the end of the day, I'm running around trying to collect it when all I want to do is go home. I stopped. I bring one of everything, and that's it. Except for goggles, I bring two, but they're they're both for me. The thing I, I use the most of is Kleenex for all the sniveling. Yes. <laughs> but but I, I think that's... I've scaled down what I bring to the field now, and just and whatever I'm bringing seems to work, right? Yeah. So I don't I don't require the extra markers. I don't require the lenses. I think if, if, if I'm shattering a lens... That's just a good sign for me to, to call it a day and get the hell out of there. I can I can bring both. I can bring my Empire Rolling Gear bag, and then our gun case, and I can get everybody's stuff to the field, with the exception of their goggles in a separate bag, and their plate carriers in a separate bag. But everybody's gear fits in two, one gun bag and my Rolling Gear bag. So it's pretty, it's scaled down a lot from what we used to bring. I'm gonna say this. I know Josh has a has a thing. I don't want to jump over him, but. Um, toilet paper. I always have it in my gear bag when I go to away events, and I never use it, thank no, God, okay. but it's there, and I will never get rid of it, because if I need it, it's there. Uh, Little Wolfie Critchlow says, a spare reg. That's wow. a good, good one. Idea. Um, and Lisa Weber says, my blue team tags. Uh, so, yeah, it makes sense if you have blue and red team tags. I have each color. It's not the hashtag. Be red or be dead. <laughs> be red or be dead. And then Extra Barrel Sock says, Elliot Darno. I carry something in my gear bag pers- that I purposefully do not use, and that is one of my most favorite headbands. It's an old BTB one that Colonel Mustard made. He only made one or two of the colors, the purple BTB headbands. Yeah, yeah. I always bring it, but I don't use it on purpose. Uh, okay, I see. As weird you- as it sounds, like I, it's it's there. I know it's there. I've gone to the field. I've forgotten my headband, and I've actually chose not to wear it and just went without a headband. But I do it on purpose. I don't, don't ask me why. Whatever. It's weird. But you're right. I do have a small kit in my bag that is sealed that has toilet papers, baby baby wipes, and three Lysol wipes. All in separate containers. Oh. Clearly marked. So I do not confuse them. <laughs> yes, that's fine. Not but ha- that's not happening again. Yeah. In the back of my mind, I never want to use them, but they are there. You know, keeping with that as well as I bring a full barrel kit, um, I have a full caner kit. Why do I have a six nine five? So, so I bring a full caner kit, and I've, I I I know we preach to people that if you size up your paint, you're going to get better accuracy. But on day of, you're just so excited to get on the field, you just kind of grab the six eight nine and you run with it. Um, sometimes you'll size it up and you'll take that time, but uh, other times it just kind of sits there and collects dust. And you're right, like. A six nine five paintball, I will never ever shoot again. I can't imagine I'll did, ever did see that. Did they ever exist? They they did. California Magnum used to be big, and there was actually RP Shearer had a ball. It was called Big Ball, and it was slightly larger bore. Um, back in the day, it's called a big ball. So it's when the ball started to go small. They had one called a big ball. It's a slightly overbore, but they needed that for all the Benjamin Sheridan, and, yeah. and brass barreled guns, PGPs, and yeah, yeah. 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 Um. Yeah, Wolf Critchlow says every ounce counts when you're traveling on planes, so you do definitely want to yes, strip sir. down. But there are times where, I mean, I take out old stickers and business cards of things I've gotten. I I strip everything down. Um, and look at Wolf, eh? Talking in ounces. 
<laughs> I don't know why well, I'm, I'm good at math. Mm. Oh, I don't know. The only reason why I found it funny because you dance. <laughs> oh, BS. Does Gavin have more stuff? Yes. Uh, there's a couple. So yeah. I'm going to blend these questions together from both our friend Lisa Weber and Rob Barnett. Uh, says, you know, will the Behind the Bunker crew be at Super Game Indiana? And Rob wants to know if we're going to California to the Iron City events. It all depends on Where how Gavin to. does in Memphis. In if Memphis, Gavin Tennessee. gets there and does not get arrested, maybe we'll start looking at other events that we can take him to. Yeah, I've got the uh, <laughs> I got the AOK for my probation officer. The ankle bracelet has been cut, so I'm good to go. I thought it was if Gavin got arrested for no good reason. Well, it has to be a good reason, but always yeah. a good story when Gavin. Gets I do arrested. like how all your leg hairs are missing from where your ankle bracelet's been <laughs> for the last few years. Come on. Uh, so, where are we traveling to? Good question. Um, I, I I don't have anything set in stone. One a couple of the events that I am looking at is the Super Game franchise. I do like the Oregon, and I do would like to try the Indiana one this year. But it all depends on sort of how our calendar goes. Those definitely ones I would like to go to. Uh, we say full the gap every year, but we 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 never really get there. Joe and I usually get to World Cup. Matt yeah. sometimes as well. Um, aside from that, we're gonna pick probably pick one or two events this year to go to. We just don't know where. We have to go to need invites, yeah. unfortunately. Everything is up in the air right now. Yeah. But yeah get, holler at us. Including holler. Holler. Holler at your boy. What's, <laughs> what's the one in California? Iron World. City. Iron City Classic, Classic yeah. Oh, okay. Oh. Yeah, I think. Yeah. That's a rough subject. Like Hollywood Sports is there, too, isn't it? Do we have any more questions? Oh, shoot. I just tossed the ball out. Uh, you know what? How about I center my sack? We'll save okay. the rest for, uh, for next week. Sounds good. Um... I'm going to give you guys these. Don't read them yet. So what I did was I appreciate our sponsors every week, ladies and gentlemen. I do. Um, and I'm afraid that when we talk about our sponsors, it falls slightly on deaf ears. So we're going to – I changed the reads up. What I did was I took our reads that we normally do and I translated them into Croatian because that's where I'm from. Then I translated them into Ukrainian. Because I figure that's where Josh is from. And then I changed them no, back into No, no, no. Hang on. I can tell you precisely where I'm from because I got my 23 and me results the other day. Oh, well, save that for the save that for the after okay. show. I will. And then I translated them back into English. So they're the same reads you normally would. They're just slightly maybe modified a little bit. Um, so we're so not reading them in Ukrainian. No, we're reading them in English, but just remember they've been translated a couple times. So if there's some brilliant. grammar things, they're just brilliant. I think just you call do it not, double, double back... Double yeah. back translated. So don't snivel about the grammar. Planet Eclipse, ladies and gentlemen. Makers of incredible tournament paintball markers for paintball, soft goods, and gear. Winning markers in paintball. Now innovators in mechanical engineering, including new MG170 and MagFed uh, are su- oh, and MagFed are surprised. Anola Gay is the world's leading manufacturer of smoke grenades, lightning bolts, airsoft <laughs> grenade launchers, paintballs for use in theater, film, photography, and of course paintball. Drag the EG card at the ne- at the next event. Hashtag Pop Smoke. Looking for Anola Gay at the next event? Not required. No, you you got to read it word for word. Looking for Anola Gay at next event? Not oh, required. Not required. Okay. Airlifts proudly made in U.S. of A. Thick welded, thick weld stainless steel. More color options and appearance. 2020 fields are being shipped now. Ask for color and logo options. Customize the following Arabs box. <laughs> Ruthless paintball products serve both professional players and weekend armies. They have set a new level of clothing for playing paintball. 
you can return to their website and use our promotional code BTB15 for 15% discount. Okay, Todd, I'm just letting you right now. I am going to continue <laughs> this read in particular forever. <laughs> Exalt is more than just napkins and gaskets, a way of life. Available to recognize sellers in the fields, in shops, at ex- exhibitions. Tournament ready. The fight is tested. At first, you fall out of a tree, crumble over a rocky cliff, push your chest deep through a mosquito-filled swamp. Then you realize you're surrounded. Fun time! <laughs> you have a Titman. Now combine Empire, JT, Titman, and V-Force, and you get the world's largest disturber for all paintballs, GI Sports. <laughs> push encourage manufacturers of some industry-leading products. From eyeglasses to gear carriers, you have put their equipment in your hands to see and feel the ingenuity of their products. Ask for them at your local store or store. Your English is good, Josh. DLX Technologies is manufacturer of Lux Paintball, as well as other great product lines such as SP Shocker, GOG Enemy, and Freak Barrel. For a long time, paintball equipment manufacturers have trusted product and outstanding product. For over fi- for 50 years, Altama has proudly led troops all over the world through all complex conditions, including shopping malls, deserts, jungles, urban wall- warfare areas. Make Altama your next paintball airsoft or everyday EDS casual wear, or look for Altama original SWAT and first tactical at a leading reseller near you. <laughs> well done. Yeah. That was awesome. Not my idea. But I thought it would be fun. Pretty fantastic. It's pretty fun. Yeah. What I'd like to do is, if anyone's listening at home, find a product. Like, I I, I didn't have time this afternoon, unfortunately. I was going to take, like, Chipman Model 98 and put it through a couple of Google Translates, whatever the product description is, but take away Model 98 and just see if we could guess what product we were talking to. But I didn't know how much the... And I try to pick languages that would not communicate. Like, I figure Croatian and Ukrainian would be kind of similar, but not really. Um, say that to someone from Ukraine one day. See what they say. You get the punch yeah. in the face. <laughs> Don't worry, yeah. Ukraine is weak. <laughs> we can, you can call this. Oh, the, well the, done, Matthew. Oh, that was excellent. Put it in H. Excellent. <laughs> the new segment could be bastardize your product description. <laughs> yeah. So whatever. Thank you for listening and putting us through that. But the thing is, he, at the end of the day, guys, we may have butchered our reads, but the pro, but the, the the point is, these guys they they keep us on the air. So thank you to GI Airups, Ruthless, Altama, Exalt, Planet Eclipse, EG, Push, and DLX manufacturers of Lux, guys. And if don't we, look for Airlips.com. <laughs> it's Airups.com if you want to check it out. Those today. are inflatable booblets. They can lift everything. They can lift everything, and they will not rupture. So Airups actually has a 25% off deal going on right now for Cyber Monday. So if you're looking for a new field, click on it today. Oh, boy. <laughs> I enjoyed it didn't that. Sim- didn't Simon set us up with a promo code last week? Yeah. That either saves you 1% or negative 1%. So you just got to kind of roll the dice. So it is BTB. If you put BTB in at uh, Inception's Design, you'll get at least 10% off on that. Yep, I used that code last week. Oh, yeah. what you buy? For you. you know what I bought. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't. Uh, one of those uh, yellow, red, like tequila fade, FL, whatever. Did you really? I did. Congratulations. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I'll be sure to do an unboxing video. Nice. Here is marker. <laughs> don't <laughs> don't do it here in the studio because someone might steal it. Yeah. Um. So why don't we move on, guys? Ladies and gentlemen, we asked you guys at home, and we're going to watch the live chats right now as well. 
if you are, is anybody watching the YouTube chat? I forgot to boot it up. I'm not. I'm oh no, I forgot to. Okay. No, don't. We're not streaming on YouTube. Anymore. Oh, is it not working? I, I, yeah, I did check. But it wasn't working. Uh, okay. So we asked you guys, and we're going to watch the live chat right now. What is the very first paintball gun that you shot? Whether it was someone handed it to you and said, here, try it, or the first time you played or rented one um, or bought one. We would like to know. And we put that out on all of our social media channels. And we're going to watch the live chat right now. Um, you guys have sheets. Is uh, anything standing up? Uh, Ryan Hulse has a BM68, and Bradley Martinez has Stingray. We're also going to have our live uh, phone line up. It's 585-250-8968. I've got that live booted up. So if anyone wants to try and give a call and get on the show, by Der all means. Derek Beecham yeah. Splatmaster. Um, Richard Knott, 98 Rental. I saw a brass. Oh, Tim Golden, Nelspot 007. Sam Moyers, Sheridan PGP. Jeff Fowler, Nelspot. Uh, Gary Vincent, Brass Eagle. Stingray, good for you. Um, West Morrill Splatmaster. So there's lots of old school guys watching this. And Captain Documentary John Amadea says the Nelspot 007 as well. So nice. Amadea, Amadea. Yeah. Uh, Sean Kehoe says lots of Stingray love here. And he, in fact, has a whole loner fleet. Isn't it Stingray? Stingray. Yeah, Stingray. I get a Stingray out next week. Hey, by next the way, year. quick uh, pause and set aside here. Rick Chart says registrations are starting to come in already. Did you know that Paintball Extravaganza, as we mentioned at the top of the show, registration is now open if you guys want to get to the show. Get registered. They've already had people coming from seven different states as well as Germany and Kuwait have pending reg uh, registrations Better as well. Better Kuwait cool. than never. Uh, I haven't heard that for a while. George Hay, the JT Accelerator. That was oh, wow. That was Corey's first paintball gun. She bought the 5.0 because she thought it was. Nice. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Joe Balix says VM68 with double CO2 tanks and smart parts barrel. That seems light. It was a beast. <laughs> I think yeah. that's why his biceps are so big. <laughs> And Michael Palco Jr. says a Tipman A5 was his first. Wow. You always remember your first. Pat Rowan says Spider Classic held together with duct tape, naturally, <laughs> and a PGP pistol pump. Nice. I do miss that PGP. We all do, Pat. We all miss it. And there's a number of people here saying the Splatmaster as well. Yeah. Uh, Mindy Medina says Sheridan KP2 that my mom got me for birthday slash Christmas present. You need to make sure that you remind your mom every Christmas and birthday that she is the greatest mom ever. Yeah. Um, I have a couple of visuals here, Matt, if you want to come over. This one here is from uh, Alex Medina. This is his first three markers. Rainmaker, Rainmaker AGD. PGP, that PGP. Yeah. Now, how many of you guys are going to remember this and go, oh, yeah. This one here is from Austin Boris, <laughs> the Eradicator. I wasn't going to say, oh, yeah, but I was going to Great gun because oh. it got a lot of people into the sport. Though? No, Brass no Eagle. it was Brass, Brass Eagle. Eagle okay. So great gun because it got a lot of people into the sport, and you bought them at a lot of box stores and traditional shops. But I hated when people came in to the store and said, it's no longer functioning because the only thing you could say to them at that point was throw it away. Yep. Throw it, away. it is a disposable marker. Uh, this one here is from Bill. Uh, I can't read his name. That's um, but that's the TL, is it not? The yes, tournament. not the plus. It's just the TL <laughs> because this. Oh, this is uh, Carlos oh, Lopez. Look at that shutter. That's right. Oh, it's the outlaw. But it's not Spider. It's another off-brand. Yeah. yeah. Um, and this one here is Gary Cress. Nice. 
Spider Compact. That that was almost my first. That definitely was. And then this here is from George oh, Luco. Nice. What is that, Joe? That's SL? No, I think it's a, it's a Dell spot. It's um I can't see it. That's not an SL. The SL it's didn't a, no, have it's that an S- in the bottom it, of It's the... an Aerostar Assassinator, maybe. Um, it might be. Oh, his name it's is got a tri- etched in it. It's got a trigger shoe. It might be an Aerostar Assassinator. Like it's like a Bushmaster, but off. Very off good. Ramp. Shout out to Paintball Paradise where Yay, he played. George, we'll see you at Extravaganza. Gavin, you'll enjoy talking to George. Yeah, yeah. Uh, this is from Jacob Petard, the GT2000. I don't know what that is. <laughs> it's a clone of a spider of some sort, yeah. but I love how it's precariously held on here with a little tiny screw. Yeah. Um, this here was from Jumpin' Rodriguez. And uh, if he's lucky. That's one of the GOG, uh, what do they call it? SP1s? SP1. Is that what it is? Yeah, the tactical right. one. Um, they made them for a short time. He's lucky that that was his first paintball gun. This is uh, oh, Mr. Mueller. Is it a nightmare? Oh yeah, it's a brass eagle nightmare with a uh, plastic crossman stock, and then he's look at that that CO two tank was like an abomination <laughs> steel thing with ah oh, what a nightmare should be painted red with a handle squeeze handle with a trigger on it for putting out fires. Very cool, and he had to cut his stock. It looks like to so fit the bottle that. could fit. Yeah, yeah. Uh, this one here is Paul Cross, the HT Python. He posted an ad because he doesn't have a picture of it. Look at that. that. You know what? That might have been what George had. Look. Look yeah. at the... Um, yes, you're right. It looks yeah, like With that. a quick 12 gram, right. But that's a quick, quick change. Back, yeah, but right? his yeah. was different. His didn't have that. His might have had an ASA on it. But. Yeah. Very but what cool. magazine is that? APG? No. I don't think so. It doesn't show. And it's printed. It almost looks like color on a black and white. Yeah, like but that's how mag- paintball... Uh, Mark Winuzzi, that's how paintball mags were yeah. a while ago. Rob Ryan sends this in. We've never seen one of these before. That's, yeah, that's a tiger shark. I know. Yeah. <laughs> um, I I got excited there for a second. But I thought, Gavin, look at the Phillips screw that's holding no, it together, no, 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 but it's no, no. not. It's look at the sight on it. Oh, eyes on sight. High vis. High vis. Yes, I'm sorry. Uh, Sean Riddell nice. sent this in. No, I did. <laughs> Sean Riddell posted this and sent it in. That's my Uzi on the floor of my hotel. There's okay. No... Well, I'm not saying where he stole the picture from, but that he he sent that in. That's uh, a Mark One Uzi. This is Shelby nice. Spear. I love yeah. those shockers. Remember when there was a metal shortage or aluminum shortage? Yeah. In 2000 aught, whatever. There, it's where they all went. And this is, um, oh no, I deleted his name. I just typed in Sheridan. So yeah, his first gun was a Sheridan KP. It looks like. Very nice. Awesome. I got, I got two quick ones I want to read before you before you go. Uh, yep. Jeff Tyrone says is Splatmaster Repeat. Oh, yeah. That was a good one. He said, yeah, that was the first one he shot, but a PMI Tracer was his first own. And Kevin Murray says 007-1985. Still have the marker. Good for you. Nice. Never let that go. Yeah. Chris Pringle said the GOG G1 or Smart Parts SP1 is my unicorn that always, uh, always break on me. Yeah. Yeah. We're not surprised. Well, I mean, again, oh, the Rebel. I won it in a raffle, says Tracy Santos. Nice. Very good. uh, Lynn Johnson says the Real Care P3. John Mask and the E99 Avant. Very cool. There's a lot of people in here that put markers in where you're like, wow, that was the first marker you ever shot, and you still play. Good for you. (laughs) Can you imagine if someone put Evil Omen? 
All right, Gavin, what was your first marker that you uh, ever shot? First marker I ever shot was at Flaggers Paintball Games. It was a tracer pump with auto trigger, 140 round hopper, and seven ounce CO2 tank. And why would that 140 hopper be important, Joseph? A USI hopper? Yes, because you would start off with uh, 40 rounds, right. and then you could upgrade to an additional 100. That's right. For a <laughs> full <laughs> hopper. That's right. Matt, what about you? First gun. I want to say it was some type of spider. Did you come out the first time I was out? I don't think it was the first time, but it was one of the times okay. you had organized a group. Okay. Yeah, I wasn't allowed to organize. I, I organized a group, and Joe said, yeah, invite everybody you can, and I did. And then he got mad because I invited too many people. He was busy <laughs> that day. I had over 30 people coming from the club, and he's like, no, I can't. I don't have enough equipment. But we may do. We Whatever. Were. We pruned. We pruned the equipment, but... It, I'll answer the question since it's coming around to me. The, the the gun I was given was not a Spider Compact, which was the gun at the time that was the rental. I was given the Spider TL Plus. Oh. It was uh, it had rails where there was no need to have rails, and uh, expansion chambers for and no other reason. I had a, long, a longer a longer barrel, which is no more accurate than the shorter one. It was quite and uh, he gave it to me, and I took it out, and it it yeah, I, it started sputtering halfway through the first point, and which is fine because I didn't last very long anyways, but. Uh, yeah, that was mine. What about you, Josh? Uh, first one I ever shot was the SL-68. Really? really? Yeah. Wow. Was that... First I one know. I ever played with, though, was a 98. Like, the first time... I, I My friend had one, and we would go on his farm and shoot trees. Bob Sacramento? Yep. Uh, he'd call about 3 a.m., we get to talking, and we'd go out and shoot some trees. <laughs> and then the first time I ever played, it was a 98. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Um... Yeah. John Maskin says that was the E99. Wasn't my first gun. That was the photo. Okay. It doesn't matter what I shot because if I hadn't shot something, we wouldn't be here. Very true. It, yeah. Wait, let me guess. The first thing you ever shot is still brand new in a box in your garage? <laughs> first thing I ever shot was an L-Spot 007 with oil-based paintballs. Jeez. It cost $3.75 for a tube of 10. And Joe, if you didn't have your mutt... Um, parked outside of your uh, your home, yeah. like all of that stuff, like that. I used to walk by and see that, and like, oh, that's so cool, and like just been hearing about paintball. Yeah, like I would have never have known. I would never been in the sport. I don't know that I actually knew too much about paintball before I met Joe. I I think I knew it existed. I had never been out to play paintball. Um, and on a whim, we asked Joe to come to the, where we were to, to put on a display for something we were doing. And that's when I got duped into coming out. Yeah. I just remember seeing Joe's trucks and, uh, I think I, we, somebody had a copy of like, what was it like from the bunker? It was like a newsletter. I did an, I used to do an annual newsletter called from the bunker. And, uh, there were huh. pictures of guys like Bravo company. When you get your photo with it, like, Oh, it looks so good. And that was around the same time. Like yeah. things like platoon came out. So there's all these war movies that are coming out. And it was just, uh, yeah, it was just something that really appealed to me that I wanted to hop into. But again, for those who have not been watching the show long, I was not allowed to play paintball because it was it was a war game. We're not going to glorify war because uh, Pat and Steve they wouldn't sign the waiver for me. So I had to Golden. wait. To, yes, I had to wait until I was eighteen in order to to, to sign the waiver uh, for myself to play, and it was great. And my parents, with a little bit of regret because they were ignorant, they 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 wish they allowed us to get into the sport earlier because they saw what a tremendous a positive import uh, in influence it was into our lives. So. Hey, Dwayne King asked a very good question. 
and it's not going to be the answer you want to hear, sir. But he says, what kind of thread is on the barrel of a brass eagle stingray? They're not. That's right. There is no thread. It's they're a stingray too. Push pins. No, it's push pins. The stingray too. Oh no, you're right. They're held in with pins. Yeah. Now the tiger shark was a threaded barrel, and it had its own threading. I remember not having any clue of what paintball was the first day I was out there, and I watched you guys. Actually, it wasn't the first day I was out. It was the first day I kind of hung around after the fact. And you guys had all the stingrays ripped apart. You had all the internals laying on a rag. And I saw someone with one of those little click oil cans. Yeah. Like, click, click. And it was, he was putting a red transmission, transmission fluid, fluid on yeah. them. Automatic transmission fluid on those things. You man. have to have like 30 staff at the end of the day. Just a, That was a huge production. Yeah. It's <laughs> funny. At the, at the beginning of the day, I remember the staff being very cordial and very happy. And then by the end of the day... When I was leaving and then saw them tearing down and doing all that, they were kind of not so happy. And I, we used to get you know. out of there at five thirty, six o'clock at night. Yeah. We clean every gun out. We're way more efficient now. Yeah. Now Joe just sits out in his driveway in his boxers with a garden hose and rinses them all off. That was oh. and that yells at the neighbors' too. kids. <laughs> that happened too. Uh oh, get off my lawn, <laughs> John Maskin. Um, yeah, I don't you, know can't if I, d- you can't do that. I don't know if I agree with him. It's no. almost like you saying, I started my son off right. I taught taught him to be a snake charmer. Or uh, he, he started no, his like, son off by giving him an auto or letting him shoot an automag first. Oh, yeah. He said, oh, I started my son <laughs> off right. Uh, his first market was an automag. That's like saying I bought my son his first car yesterday. It's a Ferrari at I knew 40. that was coming. Why That's would you do that? Going. He will never <laughs> He started at the top. Yeah. He's got nothing else now. <laughs> He's okay. got nowhere he to go. He will never understand the frustration of a marker not working yeah. as you pull out of your gear bag. Yeah. Now he's just going to be that snooty guy in the field. <laughs> going, my brass eagle stingray doesn't work. And everybody's going to go, uh, well, yeah, dude. Like, right, right. My dad's got me an automatic, automatic man. Like, all right. Look at Mask oh, Jr. George over there. Hey, wow, what a wonderful story. So his first paintball gun was a gotcha gun. Nice. Wow. Matt's doing uh, this, which yeah, indicates that we should uh, move along. <laughs> all move right. Along. Sorry. Matt's carpal <laughs> tunnel's kicking in, so the show's got to be over yeah, soon. Yeah, yeah. It's all the fading you, and sliding. If you guys are watching and... us live in the chat, we're going to do an after show, which uh, which you guys won't be involved in, unfortunately, on Facebook. It goes only to our, our, our podcast um, but we're going to talk about a bunch of things, including what uh, what I stopped Josh from talking about before. Also, Joe brought up a good point, which reminded me. I w- I'm going to tell you the origin story of Behind the Bunker, why or how we came up with that name. But uh, that and more on our after show. If you guys want to listen to the after show, all you got to do is uh, download our podcast from iTunes or anywhere you get your better podcast from and uh, hit that subscribe button. The other thing, guys, is if you're listening to our podcast and you happen to notice you had a little extra bonus treasure this week on Thursday night, we're going to start releasing OG episodes of our show. We're at 303 episodes alone of our podcast, over 400 of our show, and we just aired our first podcast on our Behind the Bunker uh, podcast channel. So go over and listen to it. It's raw. We still had Dustin Schnitzelholst on there doing our research. We still had Seb in the studio. Sorry, I just wanted to go quick. Uh, say hello out. or shout out or good day, uh, Mossy from uh, Sydney, Australia. Love the show. Hey, so uh, thank you for so showing the Vegemite. Showing the Vegemite. So, well, speaking <laughs> speaking of Vegemite, uh, Dwayne Nichols, who runs a podcast uh, very yeah, similar yeah. to ours in, in in Australia, PayPal uh, HQ, PayPal HQ. So he made an announcement I thought was pretty interesting for the for New South Wales. MagPed is now legal, so they'll be able wow. to start doing MagPed. Uh, I think there's some stipulations around making it look milsim, so I'm not sure how they're going to navigate that, but it's Maybe pretty exciting for Australian paintball. Yeah. Yeah. And it's 1 p.m. in Sydney, Australia right yeah. now. 
Christopher Pringers asked a good uh, Pringle asked a good question. He says, "YouTube running longer still?" Yes, normally it would, but unfortunately, Matt says uh, for some reason we need a software upload or uh, down, download from uh, YouTube to uh, Correct, continue. Yes. So we did not get live on YouTube, but we'll upload. Maybe I'll upload the entire show with the with the podcast extra on there, like I did last week, so you guys can see them as well. So oh, thank you for great. being a. Uh, you know what? I, I, I know another guy that runs a radio show, and they use the term one hundred percenter. And that is for people that listen to their show, every show doesn't miss them, and enjoys it fully. That's a 100% comment right there, because he only a few people know that we put that live comment or, or the app show on last week's thing. So, yeah, we'll consider him a 100%. That's awesome. I appreciate you, uh, you noticing that we did that last week. Um, Gavin, is there anything else that we should say before we sign out? No, just thank you so much for tuning in, folks, and uh, bearing with us all these many years. Uh, we certainly appreciate you guys tuning in, being part of our Monday night family. So make sure you hit like and share so people know what you do on a Monday night. Uh, it's a great alibi as well. So thank you for tuning in. <laughs> Absolutely. And sorry, guys, I, we'll get you your phone calls next week. We just The time got away from us today. Joe, what about you? Guys and girls, thanks for tuning in tonight. If you're in the Kitchener, Cambridge, Waterloo, Guelphery, don't forget to drop in Sunday at our indoor field for Paint Fest 2019. Free entry, free rental. Bring a new friend to try paintball. We'll be doing low impact, traditional 68. We'll probably have some Nerf birthday parties running running around in the Nerf area. Uh, we'll have some stuff in the pro shop, and we do Paint Fest again in the spring at the outdoor field. But this is the time to try paintball. Get into the indoor, great, in, get into the great indoors, and hashtag drop your controllers. Josh, what about you? We included you a lot of times tonight. Yeah, it was weird. I did a lot of talking tonight. <laughs> uh, yeah, as you, as always, thank you everyone for watching. Uh, extra thank you to those who liked, and commented, and an ultra awesome thank you to those who actually shared the show. And so not only do you bring new friends at Paint Fest, but please bring new friends to the show. Yeah, and yeah. Um, you know, head over to the website, pick up your leggings. Legacy leggings. <laughs> nice. Legacy leggings. Uh, to help support the show because we are all out of our emotional support juice. <laughs> it's what gets so, us through on Monday nights. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. I'll, I'll, yeah. Thank you for all the people that have purchased on our online store. That money goes right into uh, helping the show. We have some equipment issues that we need to take care of over the next little while. Uh, so thank you very much. And nice to see Kenneth. Uh, he says uh, he's watching all the way from Norway. Very wow. good. Um, all right, guys, if you're listening to us uh, on podcast, don't go anywhere. We have our after show. And if you're watching us on Facebook, guys, thank you very much. We'll see you next week. Don't be a freeloader. If you liked what you hear, make sure to hit the share button below. Also, follow us on our social media outlets like Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, ICQ, and now MySpace. If you want to join the conversation, post your comments and we might read them on the show. So on YouTube, guys, we're gonna do um, we're gonna keep recording and being live on YouTube to promote our YouTube channel. This is but bullshit. on Facebook, we're not. This is bullshit. Why? I have to keep my pants on. <laughs> you never had <laughs> pants on to begin really. with. Really? <laughs> but we've been encouraging you. 
Yes, that we have. Baby steps, Gavin. So thank you very much for uh, joining us on our podcast extra, guys. Um, I hope you are enjoying the retro podcast. Uh, not a ton of you guys have downloaded it thus far, but those of you that have, uh, I checked the numbers again this morning and it, it has gone up. So I Good see on. I see you guys watching it and, and are sort of listening to it now. So thank you, guys. And it's going to get uh, sent to you every Thursday. I'm going to try to do it uh, Wednesday at midnight. So Thursday morning when you get up, you have something to uh, unfortunately look forward to. Um, Josh, oh, you actually, I I downloaded, it, but I didn't realize it when I put it on my playlist this morning. Yeah, I listened to last week's show. It's short; it's only about forty minutes. But as I said, it had Dustin Schnitzelholst, who used to do all of our research yeah. for us. It had Seb on there, and uh, back oh, when oh, Matt like liked to chime in all the time and 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 yeah. be a little more vocal. Eh. Matt talks too much. <laughs> so yeah, yep. so there we go. Um, sorry, I cut you off on a story you were going to tell earlier. Do you want to get to that first or? Yeah, I got two stories. Uh, my dad, actually, uh, we had our family Christmas this past Saturday because, uh, like normal people, we celebrated Thanksgiving a while ago <laughs> so we can get to Christmas stuff. My dad comes up to me, <laughs> like, off to the side, and he's like, I watched your podcast the other day a little bit on the internet. And I was like, oh, yeah. So what did you think? And he goes, fine, but you look like you're falling asleep all the time. <laughs> no, I'm looking at the chat form down on the yeah. chat. He's like, Oh, I couldn't figure out what that chat room thing was for. But like he was—he pulled me off the side. He was genuinely concerned because he thought it was falling asleep. <laughs> you getting asleep enough sleep, Zuby? <laughs> he I was, was uh, falling asleep during the show. I was wearing my hoodie and I walked into a convenience store. Somebody had stopped me. And said, hey, I watched it on YouTube. I don't think they made the connection that I was actually from the show, but they just, they just <laughs> recognized the sweatshirt. So. I had a guy. At, I, so I another had a guy. fellow hoodie guy going into a convenience <laughs> yes. store late at night. Yeah. <laughs> I had a guy at, at the farmers market come up and he's like, "Hey, behind the bunkers, like, watch it on YouTube all the time. Do you watch the show?" <laughs> I sure it's do. Like, nope. Never have. I got That's... this from the merch store. <laughs> I found it at Value Village. <laughs> That's great. Yeah, I, I there not you know, not everybody in the industry watches the show, but there's there is also a ton of people that are quite religious about it. They they enjoy watching and listening to the show every week and, and uh, are quite upset if we're not quite there and uh, we do appreciate it. We do very That's much. What we appreciate about you. So it's pretty cool. So I hope you guys do like the enjoy enjoy the retro thing. And I had to go through several hard drives to find all those shows. And some of the gold nuggets I found, oh, they're never getting released. It must have taken forever. <laughs> so Zuby, tell me how this actual website works. This twenty three and Me or whatever it's called. Oh, yeah, yeah. okay. So I um I it's not that kind of site, Matt. Don't get too excited. <laughs> oh, There's no swiping yeah. right on this one, Matt. Did you have to um, verify that your age was eighteen? <laughs> um. Yeah, I got it for my my birthday. Uh, Tokens. My, my wife and kids got me the twenty three and me kit, and you, you get this little kit. This? Yeah, oh. and then you uh, <laughs> He's tuned out now. It's fifty percent <laughs> off now too. Uh, you uh, put some spit in this vial, and then you close it up, and it just drops spit. Some, I figured yep. they want everything. Put <laughs> <laughs> everything in it, but they three didn't different say anything things. about it. Whoops. Um, <laughs> and then uh, like a, a week to two weeks later, they mail you this complete report about your ethnic history and it goes all the way back to like mine was traced all the way back to 240,000 years ago that's it and then the other one was 180,000 years well, ago. Well, that's only as far as the internet goes, Matt. Yeah. yeah. It's a good it's thing it's 50% off. When Al Gore invented the internet, and then, yeah. And it does uh, both your mother's side and your father's side. Wow. And then it tells you where you're largely from. So mine was uh, 47.6% Eastern European, yeah. which is uh, split between 27% French and German, uh, 12% uh, British and Irish. And then uh, 45% um, 
Eastern European, which was uh, Lithuania. Huh. Interesting. And now, then, uh, I'm actually more um, Aboriginal than Elizabeth Warren. <laughs> and I'm start. 1% Ashkenazi Jew. So, where that come from? Yeah. So, you, and you're okay with the governments now all knowing everything about you? Oh, they knew all everything anyway. Yeah, that's true. Um, but it is pretty cool. They do health and, and all kinds of stuff like that too, where they check your DNA for carrier status for all kinds of uh, genetic anomalies and diseases. And that like, is like lupus. Value. It's actually crazy. Like yeah, lupus? Oh, yeah. yeah. So, no, there's about 200 different things that they check for in your health and wellness stuff. And then any of your relatives that have gone through the 23andMe actually show up. So I'm related to 1,272 people that have done it. Wow. wow. So, yeah, it's pretty neat. You well, your family tree only has one stuff. branch, doesn't it? So four. <laughs> they're cyclical, but there's four. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, you want to get those results after the holiday season because that's extra gifts you have to purchase. Uh, <laughs> yeah, people start knocking on your door. <laughs> um, yeah. So, BTB, the origin of the name, we were talking about that. Some Someone was asking me the other day about that. So, behind the bunker, we were originally going to call it, we were trying to think of names to do it. One of the names that it was originally going to be that I really wanted to, but we couldn't out of respect because it's a it's a long story. But the gentleman that came up with that name had passed on, and he had used it as a, in an interview segment for a chat forum that he used to run called Toronto Paintball. But I wanted it to be called Behind the Mask. Hmm. But Behind the Mask was something that he did as a uh, kind of a blog, like but a thread in it, or? yeah, it was a thread in a form, so it was pre-blog time where he would kind of interview people and, and do that. And he only did it for a short time. Um, and it was a, it was quite a number of years after where I thought of wanting to use that. But just to get out of respect, I just I couldn't do it. I thought you wanted to call the show Visual Reviews. Uh, yes. No, that uh, that was a rumor that was started okay. about uh, nine years No, ago. it was the Todd Shack reports. Yes. Um, but unfortunately, I couldn't do that. I thought um, it was Todd's den. Uh, no, Joe's oh, den. Oh, sorry, the Todd. Oh, the yeah. Joe's den. Yeah, yeah. the right. Joe's den. Yeah, we were thinking of that as well. So, yeah, who else was on the show? Uh, Gavin wanted to call it uh, the Paintball Girl. Remember Haley? Oh, oh shoot. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, just trying to think of who else. Well, and we, we had, had the show. broad tie bandits for a little bit. Oh yeah, but then we got <laughs> the, the bow tie that. bandits. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Tech. That's a yeah, short-lived yeah, yeah. name. Yep. Tech B. Tech B. Yeah. Uh, Clint. Yeah. I used to like Clint. Three hundred FPS. I yep. like that. Yeah, Colonel Mustard. Mustard Productions. That was Mustard. awesome. Uh, Chase Traffic Morris. Behind the bunker. Um, who was the South American, South African guy? Uh, snarky. snarky, snarky, yeah. who turned out not to be South African. He was from Guelph. No, um, <laughs> that's about the same European as well. It was like it was a Scandinavian okay. country. Yeah, but uh, no, you either loved Snarky or you hated him. Yeah. Are there going to be ones of yeah. Snarky that you're going to post up or no? Um, well, we never really did that in that podcast. I guess not. Right, because it was always an afterthought. Can we take a little bit of time? to talk about how brilliantly, brilliantly well thought out those were. Oh, yeah, yeah. They were really good. And you know what? I We, we never gave them enough credit. I feel like we should have gave them so much more. Um, what we did, ladies and gentlemen, was we would uh, post a topic uh, three or four weeks out and uh, have a list of them going four or five weeks. And when they went to the paintball fields, they would know in ahead of time what they were, and they would pre-film a whole bunch of segments and send us five or six YouTube clips. 
that we'd share on the show and they would wait till it got aired on the show and then they would uh, share them on their own YouTube channels and stuff. And it was awesome. So Yeah, they worked their asses off for nothing. And well, we did like and, us. And we would t- we'd, we'd talk over the videos, like much like my segment, and yeah. like yeah, it's just we didn't yeah we didn't give them the same respect that they yeah. had. It's been but a they, history of us talking over things. Yeah, yeah. We're, at least we're consistent. But yeah, it was uh, <laughs> yeah that was that was uh, that was the day for sure. Um, well, we'll talk about that a little bit more in the future episodes. Maybe one of these days we'll go back and actually look at all the people that you know. Because what about? Uh, there was a girl from Florida. I can't think of her name right now. She was with Cat Chack Reports. She used a Tina Rizzo. Oh, Tina Rizzo. Oh, yeah, yeah. Tina Golden Russo. Girl. Yeah, Golden, Golden Girl. Girl. Thank yeah. you. Uh, oh, there's um, Misspelled. Misspelled, who passed, passed away. away. Yeah. Uh, there were so many people we're going to forget right now. Chris uh, The girl that was dating Greg Muller at the time. Um, oh. Pistol. Yeah. Pistol. Yeah, um, and um, Jesus, there's a lot of people. Yeah, so a lot of people that came and went through and the show. There was Beaker and uh, oh yeah, yeah, Beaker for sure. Wow, someday we'll sit down and go through them all, but I, I don't want to. I've already feel like we should stop because I know we're going to miss a few people. Barney did a lot too. Yes, he did. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, what about Mar- Mark Pegon? Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Every one of his episodes started. <laughs> Started with some sort of hip hop thing. It was awesome. All right. Well, I think that's it. Uh, anyone else have anything else they want to say? No, I think that's good. That was okay. a good, good after show. Good show. I'm I'm gonna let you guys research this at home for yourself. I watched two YouTube videos this week on how they build pyramids. Don't ask me why. I just had them playing in the background. And the new theory that's going around is, you know how they used to say they had all these slaves and they would like. They would drag That's them up these long. <laughs> okay, I'm not disputing the story, but they would drag them up these inclines of sand, and they would have precisely have them cut and all that sort of stuff. The the the, the, the new theory is that everything was done. They floated all yep. the stones up, so they would float. They on all four sides of the pyramid, they would have these these pressure tubes of water, and they would attach wood planks to these limestones. And if you attach a certain amount of wood to the limestone they would literally float up these things and why they got the why they got the stones cut so precise was because they were in a big long trough filled with water and they would chisel all the stones to the same height and the water kept everything level and 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 true and plumb and uh so it wasn't such a long process uh, as far as like dragging up hills and then getting rid of all the dirt that would have been or the sand that would have been there and I watched this and I and and all they explained why all these extra tubes and stuff were built in the pyramids where people were like why are these extra things built in there and it makes all sense if you take science and rebuild it and re-put water through it and do it it all makes sense so I remember back in high school taking a class called ancient history where we were reading in textbooks about these boats that they found buried there. Mm-hmm. And they said, well, it couldn't be for anything else. They must have been some funeral thing or something like that. Or, like, that's how they did commerce from, like, far away. And it, they're like, well, there's no way they floated stones down there. It's like, have you not lifted a rock underwater before? Like, it's not. that. No, no I it, haven't. It, I heard that. <laughs> I heard that and was so pissed off because it's like, yeah, that's, that was obvious. Yeah. It was, and they found, like, hundreds of these boats and logs yeah. and, like, you know. Matt's touching his wrist, which indicates time is moving on here. Well, that and the aliens built pyramids. Clearly, right. it's aliens. Yeah. Aliens La- laser cut. It Jimmy yeah. Hoffa. Yeah, yeah. Speaking of which, the Irishman. Yeah. Did, did you watch, watch that? Yeah, I, okay, don't. No, 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 no spoilers, okay. okay? I'm only into it about 40 minutes. 
Uh, my yeah. wife and I finally sat down and watched it for a little bit last night, and like we had to stop it. Like we we, we were getting exhausted. Yeah. And it's um it's brilliant. Yeah, I agree. How yeah. far are you into it? I finished it. Yeah. Is it, is it worth like, finishing? It is worth finishing. Okay. Yeah. How long is it? It's, it's like three, three and a half hours. Yeah. It's three hours and Chili like chillers. twenty to twenty five minutes. Is it? If I, I watch it, it, it turns out to be as bad as Scarface. I'm gonna be pissed. Okay. Can I can I compare it to? Um, not good fellows, but can I compare it to? Um, oh God damn it! The Die three, the, the three Godfather. No, what's the three? Uh, three amigos? No, nothing like that. No, Die what's hard. the three movies? And everyone says the second one. Back uh, to the Future. Good fellows. I said that just so. Not good fellows. Godfather. Godfather. Someone said that. Can it, can it be okay. attributed to like Godfather? So there's a there's a number of different layers to it, it, it but it's not like you're traditional like casino goodfellas gangster type movie right but it's just like like the mafia the mob plays a large part in it uh but i was really taken by sort of the history and the story and how that interplays together so if you're looking for sort of that 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 scorsese blood and guts type movie you're not gonna get but is it casino mixed with forrest gump because I feel that what? this what movie, because of... I feel this movie <laughs> keeps touching things like I he's, thought you he's said touching... you watched part of it. Yes, but n- now they're like now they've got Jimmy Hoffa in there. Yes, right. It just feels like now I've only watched this point. It just feels like they keep kind of dragging parts of history that we all know in and the Kennedys and stuff. Yeah, is it like a? I'm only forty minutes into it. Is it like a Forrest Gump where they keep bringing timelines into it? Yeah. Don't say it. Okay, yeah, it's all it's it's all related. It's not like they're just randomly pulling stuff in, right? So, but I, Forrest I would, Gump wasn't all related. I mean, it was. But I would say this is more of a Jimmy Hoffa story than. Okay. Yeah, I would say there's more the, Jimmy Hoffa yeah, in the, it. Than, how far are you into it? Uh, two hours and forty-five minutes. Wow. Okay. You I guys gotta can wa- seriously do this, like watch parts of movies. Yeah, I have to. Yeah, I can't have. I don't have three and a half yeah, hours. Yeah, I'm in the same boat as Matt there. So I, I started watching it and I fell asleep, and then I had to say, okay, start it over again. And I watched yeah. it on a Saturday afternoon, and I just banged right through it. But what's the difference between watching a movie <laughs> and watching um like a miniseries? It's the same shit. You just turn it off. It's designed and then you, to be Netflix cut will pick it. chunks. Yeah, but Mr. Short Term Memory Harris, like, <laughs> what just happened? Yeah. <laughs> Speaking what? of Netflix, you jerk asses, I'm now fixating on Big Mouth. <laughs> <laughs> you can't stop watching that show. Oh, just finished season one. Yeah. Spectacular. <laughs> All, right. All right, Matt's tapping his watch, Joe's standing, so let's I'm get out of here. All right, good night, folks. All right, see you.